So Zoom says setting up your meeting for Facebook. Hi. Oh, it looks like we're live. Yes, are we live? Finally, is this live? I, I don't know anymore. Are now I'm looking at a little thing. I don't see. Uh... I don't know if we're live, Brian. Meeting no. is now streaming live on Facebook. All right, hi folks, welcome. Uh, this is a quarantine cast with Brian and Cody number three. Uh, yes, it was supposed to start at eight ish. Now it's nine ish, but uh, we were having some we were having some horrible technical difficulties. Not on our end. On the, uh, on the other end, the uh, service that we used last week to such success, eh, they're in a little trouble. Now, as you can see, the man who looks very befuddled, uh, Roger Badish, is joining us. I don't know if he can hear us. Can you hear us? All right. Cody, can you hear me? I can. I had my microphone on mute because my wife walked in, my saint of a wife who's the beautiful most... lovely wife gorgeous Dude, woman Very i am not smart. even being hyperbolic she's literally the greatest human being in the world because so here's obviously we're an hour late right so yeah she walks in thinking we're probably gonna wrap up in the next 20 minutes roger uh, hold on oh go ahead and finish your story roger yeah can't, can't hear anything i know roger you can't hear anything roger turn your speakers on all right so here's what happened uh I've been podcasting for a long time. Yes, right? you have. Brian's the radio professional. Roger's the news radio professional. Like, these guys are the pros when it comes to, you know, getting in there, doing a really killer show. Uh, when it comes to uh, homebrew kind of, you know, put a, put a giant basket behind me and have my own home studio set up and do this kind of recording thing from home all the time. Like, that's my jam, right? I've been doing this forever. So, uh <laughs> holding up a sign to this screen all right so when i start a game life this is this all has a point <laughs> there he is there he is yeah. oh gosh that's loud roger wait i'm sorry I'll, i'm turning it down it's okay i'm telling a, a fantastic story that's very i know riveting, you are very riveting so um when i start a game life balance us on the wgn plus podcast network and i was doing all this podcasting from home i swear to god Every week, my co-host John Martin and I would connect, and it didn't matter if we hadn't touched our computers for the entire week between episodes. Something always went wrong. A microphone wouldn't work. A computer would freeze up. Software wouldn't start. The internet would break. Like, we're talking something always went wrong. So Brian and I did the first two quarantine casts without a hitch. It was inevitable. This is the third one. Nothing has changed since the last one. Well, we added Roger, so actually that is one thing that we did change. Plus, but, now we can only see you, so you need to put your you need to put oh. your zoom on uh, gallery view. I can. Oh yeah, that's that's fair. I guess I could do that. Well, I you know what? I was the only one talking, so I was the most important. So share screen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> do that. There. Oh, I see it. No, I, yeah, I did it. There's like a five second delay, but yeah, I'll um, review. Anyway, well, I'm glad you were all very entertained and engaged by that really good story that I just told about how podcasting is awful. And, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> if you ever want to do it, uh, don't. I just don't do it. Don't ever try to podcast from why, why video think... streaming is even worse. Yes. Like, why do you think I stayed in nothing but audio? 
because Dude. the combination of audio and video is nothing but horrific. You know, it's like you can make fun of these these kids that sit around on Twitch TV broadcasting themselves playing video games, but I swear to God, the amount of work that goes behind the scenes in just getting anything to work is extraordinary. As you two witnessed from watching me uh, frantically check every corner of Facebook for the last 60 minutes. But thank right, you for your patience. Point is, the point is we are here. Uh, people were excited that we were coming. You have a milkshake. Um, so we do it. We have beverages. Roger has a cat poster on his door. This is all very, very exciting. So, uh, oh, and, and a, look how fancy you are. Um, but yeah, you this, deserve is, it. this is exciting. So we did, we brought Roger here because we're going to, we're going to let him plug his book in a little bit too. But, uh, first of all, let's go around the horn. Uh, it's an, uh, it's a silly question, but how is everybody doing? Uh, we'll start with the oldest man in the room because he's in the, he's in the most susceptible group. Things could be going bad for him. Uh, obviously his, they have as evidenced by his interior decorating, but, um, Let's start with Roger. How are you, I'm, Roger? I'm doing fantastic, actually. Uh, um, working from home, working on a video for our reunion and uh, watching a lot of TV and uh, uh, accepting a lot of packages that I have been now warned <laughs> that I have to stop uh, ordering things. So, yeah, don't packages. stop. Stop shopping from home. Just <laughs> give that up. But they're necessities. Listen, you're on a fixed income. You're an old man. Relax. That's true. That's true. <laughs> now, Roger, you haven't been here the last two weeks, but the last two weeks, each week, Cody has announced huge news. Uh, on episode number one, it was that uh, his lovely bride is expecting their first child. Could be Cody's. We're still, uh, we're still yeah, up. Right. But uh, last week, it was that they had purchased a home to raise oh. a child. Yes. And now uh, I, I, with bated breath, uh -oh. I ask, what is, what is next for Cody? Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Here's the big buildup. <laughs> My wife hasn't divorced me, which is a major miracle after this week. In fact, she made me a pina colada, which is what I'm drinking. Oh, Ooh. very nice. Yeah, we apparently have a lot of rum. So she made herself a virgin pina colada and I made me a... One with alcohol in it. I think after the uh, the abrupt start of this show, there's not enough rum in the Chicago area to to numb the pain of what uh, we've gone through the last hour. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. Uh, no, man. No, no, no big developments in my life. I'm just very excited to continue with this whole house buying process and be done yeah. with it. Because now we're in the lawyer part where the attorneys get to talk to each other. And it's Ooh. like, ugh, things Awful. escalate. I just want to, dude, I just want to be more than 40 feet away from the L. Dude, I think they've increased service. And I, I get it. You think they I, increased service? I get it. The, no, I literally live 40 feet from the train. So it's very loud and it goes all day. And I, I'm used to this. I've lived in this apartment for like four years. You know, that's fine. Yeah. But when you're home 24 seven, it starts to get annoying. And furthermore, they have not reduced service. And like, if you're essential staff, if you have to go into work, I get it. You need the infrastructure. Transportation is very important. Public transit is a public service. I am not um, criticizing that whatsoever. Like, please. Sounds like you're criticizing it. But for the love of God. Sounds like you want people to be uh, sequestered in their neighborhoods with no access to public transportation or the main thoroughfares or the business district. 
I can count the number of people on each train, and it is fewer than five per train. Ooh, you can't. I guess, I guess a four was right on then. You you can't space <laughs> out like a little bit. Do we like do rush hour trains need to be operating at rush hour traffic capacity? Do they really? Only 12 essential workers still downtown. This is what I'm saying. It's driving me a little insane if you couldn't tell. And I would do anything to be not here right now. I did get you, uh, I don't know if you've checked your Facebook. There was a recommendation for a contractor in that neighborhood that you wanted to, uh, that you're buying your home. Check that out. Thank you. So somebody did there. Uh, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting, first of all, we're doing okay. Um, Debbie and, uh, Debbie and I, and the dogs are okay. Molly is, uh, doing all right. Still hunkered down in Manhattan, uh, getting freakier by the day, not her, but New York, which is horrifying. So she is, um, you know, she didn't enjoy the flippant comment the other day, um, of our Supreme leader when he said he was going to quarantine all of New York, just offhandedly. So she freaked out. And then of course he walked that back and, but anyway, she's fine. A lot of people are asking, uh, you know, because now, unfortunately, my second favorite city, New Orleans, is under siege from this thing. And they're blaming Mardi Gras, that they, they think because Mardi Gras was able to go on, that um, it set the seeds for all of this. You know, we were, uh, we're lucky. We were, the, we were there for Mardi Gras. We were packed in with thousands of other people, you know, standing right on top of each other, people screaming and yelling and grabbing. And um, thank God, uh, to my knowledge, none of us have it. You know, we could have had it and, and be done now. But, um, but so, so that's, you know, I'm watching. It's funny. Normally, I worry about what's happening here. But now I'm focused on three fronts. I, I've got to worry about what's happening here in Chicago. I'm worried about what's happening in Manhattan and I'm worried about what's happening to my friends in New Orleans as well. So it's, I've got too much pressure, which is why on April fool's day, I decided to bust out my Mardi Gras fool's hat and wear that. Um, all right. Cody already was, Cody's upset about public transportation. Mm -hmm. I am upset about the public because today I'm trying to go out now, Roger, I know you get all your groceries delivered because you're, uh, you're I'd say about 95% of them. All right. Well, that's, I'm going to call that all okay. 95%. I'm going to stick with my all. <laughs> okay. If you want to call me a liar for 5%, uh, Cody, I know we can drop one of these screens at any time. Is that correct? I have no idea how any of this works. Yeah. Let's not, let's not monkey with anything. We're finally on. Let's, let's just leave it at this. So I'm trying to only go out to the store like once a week. One, cause I, I don't, I mean, I could figure out how delivery works. I buy stuff online, but when it comes to groceries, like, produce and stuff i want to see it i want to touch an apple you know with my disease-ridden claws i want to i want to paw through all the produce uh today i was wearing rubber gloves then i picked my nose and wiped it right on thing that's not true um here's the thing folks uh, the entire family and everybody you know does not need to go with you when you go to the grocery store I lament this fact on a daily basis normally that people just uh, amble. They meander. Nobody walks with a sense of purpose. It is never more clear than today. I had to make three stops on my run. First one, Sam's Club, to get dog food and some other stuff. Boom. In Sam's Club, I'm walking fast. They're doing their, they're sanitizing the carts. Everything's great. I get what I need. Boom, 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 boom. I'm out the door. No problem. 
put everything in the car. I walk next door to Walmart. I may as well have dipped myself in liquid COVID-19 and rolled around like a dog rolling in his own poop in the backyard. While wow. the Walmart employees, I salute you because you are, you're having to deal with all these idiots. They had, they had, uh, segregated a way to get into the store segregate probably the wrong word they were letting everybody in just to be clear it wasn't that kind of segregation they had just closed some of the doors and were bringing everybody in one way there were people there uh you know what you're not vinnie chase you don't need an entourage to go pick up a box of cereal at walmart you goof people were and they're just wandering around if you're going to the store during a global pandemic have a list, know what you want, get into the store, stay six feet away from everybody, get what you need and get the hell out and then go home and pray to God that some idiot behind you didn't sneeze. You would have thought these people had, well, they do have nowhere to go, but they were really letting you know that they had nowhere to go. Just stopping in the middle of the aisle. Oh, what is this? A light fixture? Are those bananas? Shut up. I was, I was insane. So I get out of there and I, I called Debbie from the car and I was like, listen, if I die, it's because I tried to save $7 by going to Walmart instead of just going right to Jewel and paying full price or whatever, whatever, whatever Coke Zero costs a Jewel, it would have been worth it instead of trying to save a couple bucks. Even in these trying times, I'm still trying to save money, you know, because mm, I don't know. Anyway, I'm trying to save money like all of us. And... No, but then the saving grace, I stopped at a jewel on the way back. Now, the last two times I've been in this jewel, it was empty. It was glorious. Today was no exception. There was nobody there. The shelves were full except for toilet paper, uh, hand sanitizer, Lysol spray, and any kind of, uh, any kind of wipes. Mm. So I don't know how we're getting every other supply that we need in this country into the stores. But those three still, but the meat counter was, everything was full. The produce section was bountiful and fresh. Uh, What time of day did you go? What? What time of day did you go to this jewel? Uh, It was about four o'clock PM. Holy smokes. I'm not telling you which one either. I don't want you coming to my jewel, (laughs) hanging around, walking around. What is this? Oh, Oh, no, no, no. Marshmallow eggs. When you're done, I got to tell you, oh, don't get me started. I'm I'm done, but. No, seriously. Stop. This is all I'm saying. This yeah. is why the this is why everything has to be shut down because people are idiotic. You know, yesterday I saw a group of people working out in my park. Big signs, playground is closed, but they're all in there. You better work out because you're going to be pack mules when this whole thing goes bad. I'm going to use you as manual labor. You're going to be lifting rocks and stuff. So you better be strong because once I live and you get sick. I'm using your big body just as like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> there. Jewel story. And this happened last week. And I wasn't going to say anything, but you got me re-riled. Wow. Re-riled. So I go to the same Jewel that I've been going to for 45 years. It's okay. the Jewel I used to work at in their old location. Not far from us. All right. All right. They don't have pickup. Uh, excuse me, they do have pickup, but you can't get a pickup date for over a week. They That's don't have you coming in to get your stuff. 
Well, but pickup's supposed to, they're supposed to bring it out to you. You call, you get it. That's another story. So I go in, I know exactly what I need. I know exactly where it is. Even when they move things around for the Jewish holidays, even when they, even <laughs> they when they put around, in, is it, well, is it, they have to, because it's, there's a special kosher only oh, section. Or I thought it was so like they, the Jewish equivalent of hiding Easter eggs. No, no. Where's the matzah? No, no, no. You have to read Hebrew left to right. So they make everything from right to left. They turn it left to right. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going in and I'm, I'm getting everything I need. And I will agree with you. And this is how I term it. There are people in the grocery store who have never been in a grocery store before in their life. Never. Don't go. Please don't go. It's not a circus. This is not a show for you to be amused. Get out of the way and let people who know what they're doing, let the professionals do the shopping. Thank you very much. Um, it doesn't matter where you're standing. You're a human magnet. Everyone suddenly says, hey, there's that cool guy. Let's push our carts around him because he must know what he's doing. No, I don't. Get away from me. I'm well, going well, over to the aisle. I'm going to interrupt for a second. Cody, I think you know why I'm interrupting. Because I'm a cool guy? Well, self-described. <laughs> I'm just very confused. I'm very confused about this. So you're saying if people have never been to the grocery store, they shouldn't go to the groceries like everyone has their first time roger not I mean, when you're really? not, not, not when, when you're, you're an adult not when you're an adult and you have your grown kids with you and they're walking around brian you do it better than i do oh, i can't i can't do it as well as you no do. we're not we're not here we're not here for an outing this is not a field no trip. this we're, is not oh let's go to the zoo no this is i need bread eggs milk and maybe Pop-Tarts. You know, maybe. an impulse buy as I'm running down the aisle. Ooh, is that Ben and Jerry's? Maybe, but that's it. Here's how you know they're new. They are halfway into the grocery store with no shopping cart or basket and nothing in their hands. They're just walking the store. And it's frustrating because they're in the middle of every aisle. I go around the other way into an aisle yes. where I need something. Yes. Suddenly they're coming the other way at me. I yeah, those people you oh you can't escape them. I know, I know. It's like I don't know how they magically move faster than me. And even at my advanced age with a shopping cart, I can knock you over at 90 miles an hour. Trust me. Wow. I have and I will. Okay. So I'm going through. I'm going through the aisle where they have the water on the one side, and they have the butter and the cheeses on the other uh, on the other side of the aisle. And I'm sure. getting my my fancy water, the water that's still there because nobody <laughs> wants it. I get the Pellegrino. Well, there's only one on the shelf. Yeah. You know the one guy one who bottle? Asked, no one package. You know how right. they they have to front everything. So sure. I saw that there's nothing behind it, but I know where the secret stash is. It's in the front of the store. Okay. You're in Bear with me on this. Bear yeah. yeah. We all, so, we're already an hour late. No. <laughs> so I go in and there's this gentleman, older gentleman, checking out the cheeses. And I, I'm watching him. I'm trying to stay six feet away. I grab the package, put it in the cart. I turn it around and I go through one of the checkout aisles that has not been blocked off. No one in it. And I go to the secret stash, right? 
Now, I have to maneuver the cart away from the flow of people, and I'm reaching over and grabbing the packages. Suddenly, I hear in my right ear, like on my shoulder, so are these the ones that are on sale? And I turn around. It's the same guy. He followed me. Were now, they? <laughs> Thank you, Cody. One dollar off. One dollar off. It doesn't matter. So you it know, it does in this economy, heavy... Roger. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I subjected heavy... myself to Walmart, and the people who can't—it's like all the cast members from Wall-E are are going to Walmart. Nobody can stand up straight. They're the all big, laying oh. big NL or whatever that is. So the so. I'm wearing my big winter jacket. Bridget has forced me to wear a face mask on this day. Thank God we've been quarantined for another 30 days. <laughs> I know. Because this story is... Uh, yes. I turn around. The guy is right at me, talking right in my face. And I yelled at him. I yelled at him. Do I look like I'm working here? And back off. Wow. I've nice. never yelled at anyone in a grocery store in my life because I was trying to get out. That was the last thing I needed. I'm going over to the self-serve, uh, self-checkout. I know how to do that without causing any problems. I'm in and out of the store. I don't know what your record is, but I can get in and out in five minutes, wow. even if I got to get like six things and they're mm. spread out. Doesn't matter. This sounds as suspect as people calling you the cool guy. I'm... <laughs> wow. What happened there, Cody? Yeah, really? I was testing turning off my videos uh, to see what would happen. Okay. And your photo came up from somewhere. No, nah, that was it. Uh, Roger, someone in the chat, uh, Lisa says, Roger, next time you are shopping at Jewel, wear the hat Brian has on now. People will stay six feet away. That's why I, I wear this in my, I was wearing my full winter parka with the hood up, the face mask on, my gloves on, my ear covers, my earmuffs on, and I was, I looked demented. Your earmuffs? You, well, the, what do you call those the ear covers? I don't think coronavirus is transvis, transmissible. Oh, by wait a minute. You know that your ear canal connected to your nasal canal connected to your throat. Trust me on this. No, that's look your elbow bones connected to your I know. Bone. Trust me. Look it up. Look right. it up. So I keep my ears covered. This guy is like... How do I look like I work at this store? How? People yeah. don't get it. I heard I heard an old man today in another lane at Walmart uh, bemoaning the fact that uh, there haven't been enough deaths. This is a, this all, we're hyped it up. It's all being hyped up. Uh, everybody's afraid for nothing. There's only been 100 deaths uh, so far in Illinois, blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to go over and just sacrifice him and go, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case I do have it, just to teach yeah. him a lesson. Now there's 101 jerk i'm not i'm not doing well when i venture out and i started getting chest pains i'm fine in the house I, right. i've i've given myself over to this and then once a week i leave the house for supplies like that like that man coming down from the mountain with my donkey and my packs mm -hmm. on and i'm going into town and i gotta be a gunfighter and it's it's causing me stress it's very stressful. Cody, you don't leave. Extreme. You don't leave the house. Do you even go over to the 7-Eleven anymore? No. God, no. Are you kidding me? I'm like within a mile of Wrigleyville. That's the epicenter of stupidity in this city. Are you kidding? The Saturday before St. Patrick's Day, there were lines around the block to get into every bar. 
that like I'm dude, it's the <laughs> second, the second it was the weekend after St. Patrick's Day. I I looked at my wife and I was just like, I am not going into that 7-Eleven for any reason ever. Like it's done. <laughs> it's game over. No, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. No, no, no. We actually just had that discussion today. She's like, we should go grocery shopping. And I was like, oh, she should, should never leave the house. I was like, no. should we? well, she, I don't. I don't actually know who's more at risk, her or me, because we're oh, both probably more at risk because I'm diabetic and she's pregnant. But uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just feel like that's unnecessary extra exposure. So we'll, we'll probably do it uh, do it separately. You know, got to stay safe. Yeah, uh, but actually, speaking of not leaving the house, uh, I think either out of boredom or uh, the desire to not murder me or a combination of both, understandably. Uh, actually, she's been on this for a while. She's like, we should get a cat. She's one of the cats since we got oh, engaged. This is a long time ago. Yeah. When I proposed to her, she thought I was going to get her a cat. Yeah. Well, anyway, quarantine uh, was the final stop for me. I mean, I was just like, fine, let's get a cat. You know, anything that will keep us happy. You know, cats suck the breath out of babies. Don't care. <laughs> uh, wait, I do care about that. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, well, so, look, at your, look at Roger's poster. He's going to come down on the, first of all, unless there's yeah. a teenage girl We've living had in that two room. two cats. We've yeah, had two they, cats in our life. And you had 18 children till the cats sucked the breath out of all of them. I have two that cats, was, too. What is, what is, is that the cat? Doing? Is that the cats. cat you got? Well, it's not the one. We, we haven't gotten one yet. But I'm Why don't getting you just to that. foster one and see if you like it? It's yeah. two virtual foster. A couple cats right That's there. That's what they're doing now. Well, no, 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 no. So we went to the Paws Chicago website because we want to adopt and all that. And be, well, right. I mean, mostly her. She should get all the credit for this. Be responsible and all that stuff. Uh, but... I don't know. They're, they're, I mean, they're clearly not like fully staffed right now. And I'm not sure if they're doing active adoptions, but we're working on that. Just so anyway, Brian, you asked me if I had some big announcement this week, right now it's, we're getting a cat uh, and we're shopping for a car. So, you know, wow. And a house. Well, we got, we're pretty much getting the house. So our thing was as soon as we figure, as soon as we start to close on the house, that's when we'll shop for a car. Cause we don't really want to have and maintain a car outdoors in the city anyway. Yeah. But we're like, well, you know, if you know a month out you're gonna have a house, then that's a good time to start looking. So now we're now we're looking. Um, and the other thing is, there's plenty of parking on the street because there's like no cars on my street. I don't know if everybody went to their like lake homes in Michigan or what the deal is, <laughs> but uh, no one's around Lincoln Park anymore. So like, we got plenty of street parking. It's free on my street somehow. So uh, we're just like, yeah, let's do this. Wow, no very nice. House. Growing up fast. What's that, Roger? No garage. We have a, well, we'll have a garage at the house, but right. you know, we're not really like, I think we're past the worst of the winter, though God knows in Chicago. Um, yeah, you we'll can be park okay outside to, now. Yeah, it's April. Yeah. It might snow one or two times more, but I don't know. Very yeah, cool. I don't, think, Cor- I don't think Corona sticks to the car. You never know. I don't know. Well, I, I, it sticks to surfaces. Oh, my God. So, That's why I park in the garage, uh, so nobody's touching my car. Okay. That's what today I'm saying. I, today, today when I got gas, I used a wipe to get the gas pump out. Right. Did it all? Wait, do it all. Roger, I have a question. Actually, yeah. Doug has a question in the chat. Roger, it's not really a question, but okay. Doug says, Roger, you should do a senior hour shopping. Do you get the senior shopping thing? Uh, yeah, that's my morning nap time. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. And they are not they are not carding at the store. Dude, yes. Arlene said, uh, Arlene or Erlin in the chat says... Uh, in the chat uh, says pregnant she qualifies for the special hours at the grocery store. Does she qualify for the special oh, hours? You'll have I to think call, so, your, yes. call your local grocery. Yeah. I'm going to check call that. Do you, so want, much do, you want, do you want your unborn child and your wife out with the the people that are out? 
I mean, I have a hard enough time taking walk every day. I take a walk with the dogs for like 40, 45 minutes. Now you guys know me, you know, my size as I come toward you in a black Gosh. coat with two dogs, mm-hmm. I'm coming down the sidewalk and this has happened every time I'm out. First of all, I'm always scanning for people and trying to stay away from them and cursing under my breath every time I see another human being out because everybody else should be in the house. It's my time to be out. I don't want right. you anywhere around. Right. Every time somebody is coming up the sidewalk, I make eye contact from like a block away and I'm staring them down and they are coming right down the middle of the sidewalk. Now, again, I'm lumbering toward them with two dogs. You would think they would say, Maybe I should just veer off to the side a little bit, and then I would veer off a little bit, and we'd have a nice social distance. Good you know, common sense. Co- yeah, but there's not that happening. Because every time they're coming right at me, and they're coming and coming, and then at some point I go, and I... <laughs> <laughs> you go around. I, I go way out of the way, and I stare at them the entire time. And I'm like, one, you don't know if my dogs are lunatics. Right now, Gidget is asleep at my feet. She's she's being good now. But they could turn. Plus, you don't know if I'm a lunatic. The answer, of course, is yes. Yes. Absolutely, yes. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that you need to cross the street. I wish you would. I do. I we did. We went on a walk today and we did. We crossed the street every time we went. Three times today. I was like, where are all these people? Because I went later today. I wanted, I didn't take my walk till five, a little after five. Ooh. I know. And then everybody's out because they've been cooped up all day. So normally, normally I try to go a little earlier in the day, but really there's so many people home. It's not like, Oh, everybody's getting off work. No, everybody's off work oh. from the minute they open their oh. eyes to the minute they, you know, close them. Yeah. I was surprised Cody, when you said that there are no cars on, on the block where your new house is, our blocks are packed like past the the signs where they're not supposed to be passed. No one can get a parking spot here. It's ridiculous. Well, where the new house is, I'm not so sure. We actually took a little walk around the neighborhood during the inspection last week. And it was, there are a lot of driveways with four or five cars in them. Oh. I'm guessing they've got college kids home. Um, no, but it just means Lincoln... there's a lot of squatters and multiple families living. <laughs> oh, that, I don't know. Yeah, but... you're, you're living in like a border town. Where do we... <laughs> Did you buy this house, Guadalajara? Well, but he, I here don't even in believe the, it's a border town. <laughs> here in the city, there's actually a ton of uh, street parking on, on my block. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if you saw this. There's a, of all places, BuzzFeed News, which is oh, not really my, my go-to source. But BuzzFeed <laughs> News had a deal about uh, how this pandemic is not your vacation. And it was all about the impact this is having on rural communities. There's actually one <clears throat> place in Montana that usually sees like, got like $1 million in tourist money at this point last year. And now it already has 2.1. It's because so many people are dumping, pouring out of the cities, especially New York, going to their second homes or their vacation homes. There are people booking Airbnbs with like $1,000 a night uh, rent. And it's interesting because like these these rural communities, it's not like, oh, you get to escape and just come here. Like some of these small towns, they they only have the groceries to support like 300 people. And right. Suddenly, if you get an influx right. of like twice that, it's like, oh, now ah. no one can get groceries. Now you're bringing the pandemic here. Uh, you know, and in some of these places, like they'll have a hospital with 15 beds, and they're like, okay, right. if 0.5 percent of the population gets sick, 
then like we're out of beds and you got to go to the next county and that's not so good. So there's a lot of like, there's a lot of uh, effects of the, of people traveling during this basically. One of the big, one of the big vectors of this is wealth. People with money to go somewhere. Well, did you see David Geffen's, uh, did you see David Geffen's Instagram picture? He was a, he was isolated oh, yeah. on his yacht in the, I think it was in the Maldives, and he hopes everyone is safe and healthy. This yeah. giant yacht is as big as a battleship. Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody put in the comments, Cody, and you might want to look into this, that pregnant women should not be changing litter boxes because there yes. is so yes. we're aware actually um actually uh yes. my sister-in-law is is pregnant and probably giving birth this week, but she oh, also has a cat and uh, has informed us of this, so we're aware. But thank you, uh, thank you very much for that, um, for that 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 tip or whatever. That's sure. That's really just well, everybody, you know, people uh, people want to. They're worried about you. Several, no, several people in the yeah. chat also have said, have confirmed that their local grocery stores are doing um, early yeah. hours for pregnant women. So well, that's, that's really cool, cool to know. That's thank good. you. Well, it's for... supposed to. It, it's not just older people. It's also those who have medical conditions. Um, th- I'm going to convince him I got a mental condition, and if I see people, I'll go nuts. medical, medical. Hat, not you won't mental. have to. You won't have to do much convincing. <laughs> mental? Are you saying mental conditions are not medical conditions, Roger? Well, not necessarily in your case. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who was. Of course, you know if they ask for an ID and you're wearing that hat, I think you're in. Again, I'm wearing this hat because it's April Fool's Day. Plus, right. this is my Mardi Gras hat. This is my signature Mardi Gras hat. That's and, and it it's has bells on very, it. very fetching. It is festive. Uh, very fetch. And fetch. and don't try to make fetch happen. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Don't try to make fetch happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Last week, uh, so you know, my mom has been smart enough to not leave the house for. I don't know, beginning of March, maybe, or, uh, whatever. So we did a Zoom after her birthday. Her birthday was St. Patrick's Day. We did a Zoom with the whole family. And uh, we were like, oh, is it, you know, and we've been called, my brothers and I have been calling, is everything okay? Is there anything you need? And my one brother who lives close to her had gone to the grocery store for her and people had dropped off a couple things for her birthday. Uh, but she was lamenting the fact that she had wanted a pizza. She goes, but I can't have a, I can't have a pizza delivered. And I was like, why, ma? The, the, everybody's delivering pizza. Do you want us to bring you a pizza? No, I can't have a pizza because I don't have any beer. <laughs> okay. So you see, the, the apple does not fall far from the tree. So I said to her, uh, we're like, okay, that's fine. Well, it turns out when my brother had gone to the grocery store, she had asked him to buy a beer but only asked him to buy a six pack because she didn't want people to think she had a problem, which she doesn't, but you know, she might have one beer. Normally she might have one beer every couple of weeks, you know, or if there's a party, maybe she'll have a couple. So she wouldn't get a pizza cause she didn't have any beer. So last week I'm on the, you know, I'm on the gram as I'm, as I like to do. Graham. Yeah. Let's the do gra- it. The gram. I'm on yeah, the gram. It's always on the gram. So, and I see uh, our friends at Pollyanna Brewing, one of the one of the breweries that was featured last year on At the Breweries, was re-releasing their Summerly beer. It was a uh, it's a, uh, a raspberry wheat ale. It's it, delicious. I I don't know if you remember having it last year, Cody. 
probably. I've had a lot of beers in my we time. We did have a lot of beers. Uh, <laughs> side note, next week at the breweries right here. No way. Yes awesome. way. Is it confirmed? Huh? It's confirmed with you, me, and John. We just have to confirm with Jesse. It's good enough, and I got plenty of beer. I stocked up. Yeah, I'm going to get a few. But So I see that Summerlee is being re-released last Wednesday, and I said to Debbie, because Debbie liked it too, and my mom loved it. To the point where we, all we did was talk about it on at the breweries. She called me the next morning and was like, "Hey, what's that beer you were talking about yesterday? It sounded real good." And we had we had her over when we moved into this house in the summer. She was drinking it like it, you know, contained the cure for COVID nineteen. She loved it. <laughs> and by drinking it, like she might have had two or three anyway. Because now she's gonna somebody's gonna go. Did you hear Brian was saying that you got drunk all the time, even though I didn't? <coughs> Excuse me. That's how it works. So, so I drive out to, I needed to get out of the house. And like a lot of the breweries in town, Pollyanna is doing where you can order online, pay online, you pull up, they hand you your beer, you drive away. Uh, I know Beguile is doing it. A lot, of our, a lot of our brewery friends are doing those kind of curbside things, buckle down, exit strategy, flapjack, um, a lot of our friends. So I, I buy her the beer and I call her on Thursday. I said, listen, here's the deal. Um, I'm coming out tomorrow to your house and I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring you a, a pizza, a Pikachu doll. <laughs> and said, I got you that raspberry beer you liked and I'm going to get you a pizza. Oh my God. You would have thought I was bringing her a million bucks. So that's pretty great. It was great. But then I said, I'm glad I talked to her in a way because I was just going to get her a pizza from this place we've been going since I was a little kid. I said, so uh, is there a kind of pizza you like? Yes. Uh, we Get me a Malnati. I said, okay. but I only want sausage. I don't want the butter crust and I want it uncut. I'm like, oh, okay, Whoa. wow. Uncut. A woman knows what she wants. Yeah, that's, dude, if you're getting to carry out, you got to get it uncut. Then the juice no. is all over the box. Then you get it, <sighs> and cut it. All right, wait, question, point of order. What if you live literally next door to Lou Manlatis? Because well, some of us might. You, yeah, you live right upstairs from one, so you're fine. But if you have to travel any distance with it or okay. you're getting it delivered, you get it uncut because then everything doesn't ooze out. Mm -hmm. well, don't they have, like, the plastic paper on top and bottom of it? Or? No, but if it's cut, if it's cut, the juices will go down to the bottom. Oh. You know? It's, yeah. it's just, Never just, thought of that before. You have, a knife, you have a knife at home. Get it on. Several. Point being that I said, she's a, she's one 83-year-old woman. And I said, so you want me to just get you a small? Oh, no. <laughs> no. You better make it a medium so I have leftovers. All right. Nice. And then you got yeah, the but beer. Then here's the deal. <clears throat> so I'm all good getting her the beer and the pizza. I'm happy, happy, happy. I couldn't, uh, you know, I love my mom. I want to help her out. Right. And she has the gall to say, um, I don't know if I'm going to need it. What? Do you have any what, toilet pizza? paper? No, she wanted toilet paper. Oh, no. I know. The gall. The woman who gave me birth wants to wipe her ass with my toilet paper. Unacceptable. So the, the initial thought that pops in my head was, yeah, I have some. What are you going to do? But I, I didn't say that out loud. I didn't say, I said, okay, um, sure, Ma, I got some toilet paper. I got these, uh, big, these big rolls. I'll bring you a few of those. Okay, but only if you have enough. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be this, the guy who goes, nope, don't have enough. And then I get a call from my brothers. 
yeah, mom's all, you know, she called crying. She's stewing in her own juice. I don't know what's happening. She doesn't have any toilet paper. With, uh, I'm like, oh, it's fine. So, so I, I load it up. I get everything. I order the pizza ahead of time. Um, <laughs> I went to the aforementioned Jewel on a hunch. Mm-hmm. They had a beautiful 18-roll pack of toilet paper just sitting there. Oh, my gosh. I bought it. I went to my mom's house. It probably was not the poster that uh, Lou Malnati's or Pollyanna would like that. Hey, if you're going to dine on this pizza and drink this beer, you might need 18 rolls of toilet paper to keep things, uh, to keep things fresh afterward. (laughs) So, you know, she's, she's very excited. We're talking through the door. I said, you know, back up. I'm going to wipe everything off. I'm going to set it right inside the door. She goes, Oh, I don't need that much toilet paper. I go, yeah, you do, because now you're never going to have to ask for anybody for toilet paper again. Well, was this, this, was this from your own private stock? No, I'm not a vintner. I'm not collecting toilet paper and aging it in the basement. I said, I bought this for you here. It's just, it's, you know, enjoy it. <laughs> I go, okay. That's so, so now she's stocked up. She called. She was like, oh, she was very excited. She rationed out. She had a piece of the pizza and one beer on Friday. She had a piece of the pizza and one beer on Saturday. She put the rest of the pizza in the freezer. I don't know what happened to the other two beers, <laughs> but I'm not going to worry about it. But uh, yeah, that's how I've been spending my days. This is why I need to get out of the house. And not the nice thing about this journey was I really didn't have to interact with anybody because I got in the car uh, with the beer and the toilet paper, had ordered the pizza online. Again, beautiful system, curbside pickup. I pulled up. I gave him my order number. She radioed in. Number 17 is here. Here's pizza. See you. Gone. Beautiful. Sweet. You're such a good son. I'm proud of you. Well, no, no. But she threw my brother under the bus. What? Well, I had put the toilet paper on the list when your brother went shopping for me. And I don't know if he just forgot or if they didn't have it. But he didn't say anything. And there was no toilet paper. I bet they didn't have any. I know they didn't have any. I couldn't believe I found some. I would, you know, this was the best because now I cemented myself. She can yell at my brothers. She can, and all I have to do is go, who brought you toilet paper and a pizza? And my brothers all know. My brothers all know they're behind the eight ball now that I have I have once again elevated myself to favorite son status. Because I got think that will last full and white. <laughs> It's all set. Do you get like you get a year pass on that. You think it'll last a year? Know. I don't know. I'll bring, work it for a year. I'll bring another four pack out there. I don't care. <laughs> what is the money I ever spent? What has been your go-to drink, Brian, of the quarantine? <laughs> well, let me give you a, a direct quote from Molly yesterday, as uh, we were all playing Yahtzee via Facebook, which we are wont to do. And Debbie reached across to pour me a bottle of wine, and Molly said. Do you guys drink a bottle of wine every day? <laughs> and I said, no, some days we drink two. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, and yesterday we didn't drink any. I had a beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are, we are stockpile of wine though. Cause we we're good. So wine has been, wine has been uh, pretty much it. I'm trying to ration the beer. Cause I don't want to, I, I have some now Friday. I'm going to treat myself. I'm trying to decide which bourbon County that I have saved away i'm going to drink for friday because as you know cody this weekend is big weekend for both of us 
It's our birthday weekend. It is our birthday weekend. I almost forgot. Happy I almost birthdays. forgot. Um, are you going to do any kind of virtual celebration for your birthday on Friday? I'm going to do the same kind of celebration I do every year for my birthday. Not answer the phone, not talk to anybody, and drink. That's right. You're not. Yeah, you don't. Okay. Yeah, that's right. No, I, am, I, I may. I, I may. Debbie goes, are we going to have a special dinner? I go, are you cooking it? <laughs> Well, no, maybe we could have a steak. I said, yeah, that, that'd be great. But that involves me going out, <laughs> going out to the store again and then cooking it, which is fine. That's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, so I'll cook dinner. Um, we'll have, you know, I'll horrify Molly by having another bottle of wine and uh, some bourbon county. And then, you know, we're, we're going to start binging Breaking Bad. Oh. Have you seen it before? I have not. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. Oh, I wish I could rewatch it all again, like for the first time. Oh, it's so good. That's what everybody's saying. So what are you doing? Are you, are, I, w I was anticipating some sort of Zoom invitation. Because you know, normally your lovely wife always invites me to your get-togethers. And I always am able to come up with some creative excuse that I'm not able to go. But this time, I figure this is the best way I could come to your party. I would just come upstairs or sit out on the deck with my uh, iPad and come to your Zoom birthday party. Is she getting yeah, you another yeah. drink? I actually produced my own. I saw her own. shadow. Yeah. I, yeah, she's lurking back there, but it's, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, the <laughs> <What>? <laughs> nothing interesting to say at the end of that sentence. But uh, I uh, scheduled my own Zoom birthday party. Uh, I decided not to invite, I'm only inviting my gamer friends because we're going to oh. play video games oh, or okay. maybe some virtual like strategy board games that take several hours. Nice. So, but that's going to be like a whole thing. But um, and I think I said this on the quarantine cast last week. Like, it's really um, good psychologically to have uh -oh. the video chats with people. So, uh, yeah, I figured it'd be uh -huh. nice to see my like high school friends and see how they're doing. One of them's a doctor, like cardiologist Ooh. up in uh, Madison, and he's married to a doctor in internal medicine. And they've been having to do all these shifts in the ICU and oh, stuff. God. And uh, they are not having a good time. So, of course, anytime I complain to my high school friends about anything I'm annoyed with, immediately my friend Blake is just like, yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I know I can't compete. All right. I know you got two <laughs> kids. You're both doctors. I get it. You got, yeah, they actually got tested yes. for COVID and oh. it came out negative, but thankfully. But Thank like, God. but yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I, I can have a bad day too. But, uh, yes. whatever. We can, we <clears> can have, we can have bad days. It doesn't mean it doesn't us having a bad day or talking to somebody about it. Doesn't mean that your day was not bad. Your day probably mm -hmm. sucked too, but guess what? Mm -hmm. My day probably sucked too, you know? Yeah. And I tried to, uh, I tried to tell Molly that, you know, that things are rough and I'm like, yes. So talk about them, vent, vent about them for a short period of time, get it out. And then we'll move on and try to talk about something else, you mm -hmm. know? That's what I try to do, Cody, on Socially Distant, which you can, if you go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, you can, every day I've been posting is Socially Distant, and I try to keep it light. Yesterday was hard to keep it light, and I cop to the fact that it was hard to keep it light. But, you know, yeah, you you can have a bad day. You know, is it is it the same level bad day as two doctors who are fighting a worldwide pandemic? Probably not. <laughs> mm -hmm. But in your world... It is, you know, I'm yeah. sure if you had the medical knowledge to fight a pandemic, you would uh, charge a lot of money to do that. 
I don't know if I don't know. I, I mean, this is such a hypo. This is such a far flung hypothetical. There's no way to know, but I would like to think that I would do some stuff for the good of humanity, good of and you know, it's assume just- I would get recognized. Ignition. You know, I'd be upset if like later somebody wasn't like, we're going to give you an honorary medal or PhD right. or something. I'd be very upset if they didn't do that, but I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, know. I think I would, well, I don't makes- think I'd be the billionaire on the yacht. I think I'd be the billionaire doing something to get medical masks for people. Doesn't it? I, I don't know about you guys. Do you, do you feel at all? Like, I feel like I have no skills when they're calling on doctors and nurses and medical professionals who have retired to come out and hundreds and hundreds of these people are coming back and they're helping society. And I'm, you know, telling stories about bringing my mom toilet paper. And yeah, that might make people laugh for a second, but in the big picture, I'm like, man, I wish I knew how to intubate somebody. I watched ER for 10 seasons. I should probably be able to get that tube down their throat. There's got to be something I can do. I've, I've been over this. Look, all, all my high school, all, like I, I was in a uh, kind of accelerated learning program in high school and all my friends are smart. Like I've got a cardiologist friend, a pharmacist friend, a quantum computing major from Caltech friend that ACACT, like all my friends from high school are way smarter than me. And I, I remember in high school, I was like, look, I want to help people, but like, I don't have those book smarts. I'm never going to be able to, I, I, mean, I you know, I could but it just doesn't work for me. I'm not a guy that's going to like memorize a medical textbook and become a doctor or any of that <laughs> stuff. And it's just like, what can I do? Like, I'm good at making people laugh and like laughter makes people feel good. We actually did a story on Curiosity Daily, my award-winning podcast from the Discovery family of brands. Um, wow. I did a story on Curiosity Where Daily. Where can I find it? About- CuriosityDaily.com? Yeah, curiositydaily.com, yeah. Um, oh. But like we did a whole story about how laughter really is the best medicine. I mean, it's not medicine's the best medicine, but it's, um, <laughs> but laughter has been shown in several- Knock-knock jokes to sick people. They're yeah. not getting any better. <laughs> no, but laughter makes people feel good. COVID-19. Look, we get a lot of comments on the Facebook page, Brian. I'm sure if you read them later, you'll realize like, uh, I, I think you're, uh, dude, between this socially distant and all the stuff you're doing on like social media, like, I, like you're- Well, I wasn't I mean, saying it for that. It's just, but anyway. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, don't underestimate what you're contributing. Listen, I, I wear nice hats. Yes, you do. Very right. becoming. Let's, uh, let's turn our focus, Cody. Cody has turned his focus to, I don't know what he's doing down there. <laughs> What's he got? I don't know. He dropped uh, eight minutes before I have to grab a, 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 a quick break. But um, all right, you know. Well, let's turn our. We can continue. We don't have to end in eight minutes. Oh. I just need to, you know, because we started late, and you know, I'm. Yeah. Oh, you got, yeah. Okay. Family to um, eat very late. <laughs> I got you. Um, the reason we asked Roger here was not just because uh, we wanted to see a, a really bad cat poster, which, yeah, really. Quite frankly, that's just a bonus. That's just. I love it. Do you really? Cat- Two cats, not no, just one. Two I don't. cats. But I, he's trying Go to ahead, nice. say it. Is it now? Do you have it? I don't that? hate it. I no, it's not framed. Is it? No, I know it's not framed. Yeah, I yeah. see the corners curling up. I'm yeah. wondering if it's thumbtacks or like a uh, tape that you made a little uh, loop and you <laughs> you stuck it. Oh, out. in the back, like double stick tape, fake yeah. double stick tape. Uh, I think it's just tape on the corners. It's tape on the corners. Yeah, this used Classic. to be one of our kids' rooms. We've lived here for uh, 40 some odd years. So this is one of the kids' f- former rooms that is now the TV room slash my office. And, and I love that you left the poster up. I, we left the poster up. There's some other stuff we left up. Like there's a, uh, you could see really basic um, artwork that is from a computer drawing program. 
of a uh, lighthouse and a sailboat. <laughs> He's getting real close. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> oh, but so, but that's all been left up here. I didn't see it from <laughs> from when the kids were had this as their room. So I've left it up. There's no reason to uh, um, to change it. I no, you know, that's lovely. I painted the walls and I put up pictures of. of Wait, the you painted it? And you around. put the poster back up? It's on the door. I didn't touch the door. Okay. All right. Listen. Don't get defensive. Um, we're fine. Listen, fine. in this day and age when everybody's doing things via Skype and Zoom, we're getting mm -hmm. to see a glimpse inside people's homes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's horrifying. Sometimes it's camouflage like Cody with his bamboo uh, sex hut that he's got there. His uh, <laughs> that he's living in. I don't know what's going on in his room, but, um, you know, I'm just yeah. in a basic, uh, basic room with some bookshelves and whatnot. Uh, picture of Cody's wedding back there. You can't see it because oh, nice. of the players. Yeah. You're in one of them, Roger. But yeah, okay, but the point is, Cody, we yes. didn't bring Roger on just uh, you know for uh, for grins, just because he's uh, you know uh, gregarious as hell. We <laughs> yeah, brought him we on did April Fool's Day. Ah! <laughs> oh man, I think I think Cody one pina colada. I think Cody needs a Snickers bar. Something. Are you bottoming out? Last call. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm married. I couldn't do that. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means, quite frankly. Uh, say David Hochberg and John Hanson both said hello. Hello, fellas. Um, we brought Roger. I feel Rodgers really bad when I have to leave for Roger's segment. <laughs> oh, yeah, do, you want, do you want to wait? Do you want us to start Roger's segment? Where do you go? trust me? He's going to start telling the story. You could be gone for a day and a half. <laughs> it's gonna it's really? all gonna be fun i how you know what Brian, there's no can... clock on this like there is at the station so it could That's be oh we gotta a take a break days. <laughs> we should just take a break and i'll just walk away from our computers for a minute for people on the people just tuning in on facebook live are just like what is this what Where is happening <laughs> and then everyone in the chat can fill for time and they can all just comment right. and act like they're seeing something right. oh that would be a great April <laughs> Fool's joke. We all just get up and leave for like 15 minutes and everyone uh -huh. in the chat is just oh, like, Lord. LOL, every like minute or so, or like, that was hilarious, Roger. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> it is April Fool's Day. Yeah, that's true. And Brian, you gotta need another drink by now. I got one. <laughs> wow, he's got the fridge right next to him. No, I went down when we, uh, I went down before we got, uh, before we got on to this, when we were still, struggling with the uh when we were still struggling with the other platform mm, and yeah. i got myself a cocktail instead Ooh. of another beer so what I'm is drinking that? Some, this is some buffalo trace bourbon cream on the rocks and then i'll just buffalo do this bourbon cream we'll be back getting a drink oh that's good <laughs> it's the kind of high budget that people expect from this program <laughs> Patrick in the chat says, time for Cody's cam girl. Where am I going to get one of those? Oh, that's what? right. We were supposed to bring out a cam girl. Guess what? April Fool's. Roger's the cam girl. <laughs> so drop another button there, Big Daddy. It's time for the show. Roger's working for tips. Uh, the first tip. Yeah, the first tip. Don't do that Trick anymore, Roger. Tricks to Enterprise. Things got really weird here. Oh, oh, I should go get mine. 
Go get I've got wood. a communicator yeah. too. Of course you do. And mine actually has sounds in it. <laughs> Those are just in your head. Yes, that's true. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. If, <laughs> Kate, if Casey's getting you a sandwich, have her get everybody one, Cody. Yeah, really. Hold the mayo. Yeah. To t- I'm, uh, this what I was talking to my wife. Your wife. I was I saying if, if your lovely wife is bringing you a sandwich, tell her to bring enough for everybody. <laughs> now I'm going to take a commercial break when, uh, whenever, whenever uh, dining time happens. But you know, that's what happens. Uh, no, do you have to go and is your do you have food there that you need to get? I'll be ready in a minute. It's not delivery though. It's, it's DiGiorno. DiGiorno. <laughs> What uh what's your what's your did your wife cook for you? Uh I mean, put a pizza in the oven. It's not she cooks oh. a lot. She's so good at cooking, it's amazing. No, she, I mean, she loves doing it. No, that's great. Hey, that's what great. I want to know is how come she's dropping your headsets? What? Drop them. She posted the video of her doing <laughs> some yoga exercise and then the heads she's trying to hold the headsets on and then boom, down on the floor. Actually, this is a kind of funny story. Um <laughs> so her yoga studio, God bless their hearts they're still paying their teachers uh what they can and uh you know it's it's amazing they've got such a great community i think after like the first week of stay at home they decided they were like you know what we've got to do something so we they put together one zoom call one or two zoom calls a day where they do a group you know and it's not hot yoga because they don't have the hot rooms but they're still having the teachers teach i don't know i've seen Um, some of those instructors But like the first, the first one they did, like eighty people showed up. It was really cool, um, and they were all like really excited to see each other. And like a couple of them like burst out crying because it's like this is so Aww. nice. But anyway, so she teaches right because um, right. she's amazing. And so uh, the audio is hard, right? If you're teaching yoga and you're ten feet away from your computer, audio is not great. And she's like, "Do we have like a headset or anything?" And I was, like, you know, I'm a podcaster. You'd think I'd have a mic, but I don't have any yeah. lav mics. <laughs> so, oh, okay. But I was like. I have a gaming headset. So I have like a like a $250 like 7.1 surround sound Logitech gaming headset. <laughs> Which you need when you're teaching 80 different people, of course. Well, well but that's the thing. So um they were you doing You know what's te- funny? All what? these things are suddenly going to go away once that kid comes. There's no <laughs> oh, more there's yeah. no more, you know, $700 headsets. Oh no. No. No, but like um, they were doing a test call and then I was like, you can try this. And she put it on and the teacher was like, I want everyone to get this headset. Um, I guess she was crystal clear and it was like perfect and amazing. And he's like, that's the best sounding class we've had in like a week and a half. Um, but it's a big set of cans and it doesn't like really, like it's not super tight. And she's, you know, going upside down and do down dogs and all that stuff. So she at one point had to show how to do like a bridge where she lifts up and stuff. Right. But she had to use the other hand to hold up the headset. She had to do a one-arm bridge while <laughs> yeah. pregnant, while <laughs> teaching a yoga class, because she's a total badass, and it was awesome. But that's why Instagram is weird, because that's that backstory. That's that a good backstory. It was a good right. one, yeah. You have to go get your food because- Yeah, I'll uh, take a quick break. I'll turn on my camera right. real quick. You guys talk amongst yourself. Well, yes. I'll be back in a few. All right, we're going to get- uh, Cody's going to take- going to walk away, get some pizza. Now we will get to why Roger is here. Oh, my God. I can't oh, God, please. Terrific. Um, all right, so this is exciting. Now, we tried last time I was on at uh, GN, we were going to talk about this, but then, you know, uh, a pandemic hit and we were yeah. listening to the governor as we should and listening to a lot of different press conferences. So we didn't get a chance to talk. And that's why I thought, well, this is a good way because we can get you on with us 
and uh, we can talk because it's a very exciting time. Despite despite uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, the publishing world has not quite shut down. So your book is coming out very soon, right? When is your well, book coming out? Well, the, the actual uh, printing shop yeah. is a non-essential business. I disagree. I, I agree with you. I disagree. But the actual printing, the physical printing of it is on hold. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I've not heard from the publishers. They're not happy about it either. Um, I'm sure they have other projects, but uh, um, that are on, you know, waiting to be printed or finalized, whatever. But uh, everything is finalized. The the cover, the back cover, the pages, the pictures, everything's done. It just needs to be printed. So um, we've done a lot of uh, pre-sale or um, pre-published sales already. Right. Um, I'm on hold as far as setting up meet and greets. I had one nice. set for uh, middle of July at Skokie Theater or at Skokie Library. Oh, very nice. Um, yeah, uh, they were very happy. Hopefully, uh, but uh... everyone everyone else is on hold because one, libraries are closed. Right. Uh, two, nobody knows how long this is going to last. Yeah. So I'm patient. When was it? When was it supposed to arrive? This uh, month, it right? it should have it should have been shipped by now to those who had pre-ordered. Okay. And we were planning on having a um, um, big release party. A big release party. I heard it was in Gala. I heard you had big name stars coming. Well, you were going to be there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to wear this hat. Yes, you were. Um, uh, on the 17th. We were going to do it on the 17th. Okay. Um, because I had, here, here was the thinking behind this. One, I wanted to do it closer on the first week of April. Uh, kind of, it, it was very sentimental to me. My brother passed away many years ago, the first week of April, and I was going to do it uh, that week, kind of in his memory, his honor. Um, but that was also, I had to get that pushed back a little bit because of the timing of the publishing. Right. Then suddenly it was the beginning of the baseball season. You know, it was opening day at a oh, bunch yeah. of parks. And so I'm sorry, I don't want to compete with opening day. Let's move it to the next weekend. Oh, that's Easter. Okay, let's, I'm that. not competing. So we moved it to like later after Easter, later that okay. uh, the week after Easter. So that's on hold for whenever. And and it's okay, as I've been posting on social media, um, that it's Wait, just going to make it. You post things on social media? Well, I think I'm posting on what I think is social media. I have no idea where it's going. You know, oh, it's, there's, it's, there's something it's called, there. it's out there. Really? It's working. Oh, it's oh, it's out there. It's out there. <laughs> well, listen, all right. Yeah. We, we're, we're, we're beating around the bush. We're burying the lead. The name of this book again is, whoa. Uh, it, too, too, it's too a little much, reflective. It's called the yeah, unplanned, too much glare. Too much glare. The unplanned life. The unplanned life. That's and you the... are you are milking that blizzard for all it's worth. <laughs> that is you and your car during the yeah. blizzard of twenty eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Is that right? Twenty eleven. Yeah. Already? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, so it's been you. a while. So yeah, we got uh, the AOK on that picture. Tell us uh, why did you well it's a tribune picture. Oh, is it really? The... Yeah. I had to get the rights. Oh, I thought it was a selfie. <laughs> those are the other was, ones i didn't realize it was a tribune picture yeah like it was uh, a tribune photographer was walking around in the storm and i asked i rolled the window down 
I saw him out there taking pictures. I rolled the window down. I said, who are you with? And he said, Tribune. I go, oh, I'm with WGN Radio. He says, oh, can I take your picture? I go, yeah, sure. I And then click. And that was the look. Very nice. So what is it? I'm guessing it's a uh, an autobiography, a memoir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, how many stories would you say have been embellished? None. None. You, it's a unvarnished look at your life. This is what you're telling me. Correct. So well, every, first of all, I, I embellished a lot of them, which is why the book ended up at 300,000 words. Which comes out to about how many pages at 300,000? Well, it's longer than a Harry Potter novel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. I I looked it up. I said, all right, how many words? You know, what are some of the most words in a book? Yeah. And uh, Harry Potter books, most of them are just under 300,000. So uh, I had to cut 200,000 words out of there. So there's a lot of stuff that's not in there. Eh, Volume two. Who knows if I got time. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> volume two of volume two uh-huh. um all right but uh yeah the the main ones that that you know we've talked about on the show that you know about a lot of listeners a lot of people on social media excuse me who have uh seen my post um, how many chapters are the blizzard oh just one chapter on the blizzard okay yeah um it was it's it's its own blizzard in fact and and it's right in the middle of the chapter on teaching Oh, okay. So, so I do my teaching career up to that point. Then we do the blizzard, and then we go back to the teaching. Finish that one up. Oh, okay. So <laughs> A, A, B, and P, B. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Um, we've got a lot of my childhood stuff in there. Uh, talk about my interest in broadcasting. Um, talk about working at SIU Carbondale. Go um, dogs. Yeah. Uh, with one of my mentors who actually was from high school. His name is Bruce Scaife. Uh, and he came to, he, at the 1966, I started at Evanston Township High School, and he was hired to be one of the TV producers. Um, it was a very big department. And so when I graduated in 70, suddenly he gets hired by SIU okay. to produce TV down there. He I worked with him on a number of programs, including one which was um, a music program. So a band would come in, play on stage. We'd videotape it. Sometimes we'd have an audience. Sometimes we wouldn't. It would depend on what the set was. And there were a couple of famous people early in their careers who came in to play. So and well, I'll leave give it for you, you to find you out in the really? book. Oh, don't spy. I love it. Very good. Very good. Nice tease. Well, you will have to. No, look. Right. I've already teased it once online. Um, and uh, one that of them someone was Duke Ellington. Wrong. Hmm. Um, there is one who uh, is currently extremely famous. Uh, and I got to work on that show. So really? then Bruce goes on much many years later down to austin texas and he invents he's the co-creator of austin city limits really yep look at that all right now i gotta ask you this because let's get into how this came about what made you what made you think now i'm not saying that you're not but everybody has his stories what made you think that uh, a book that you had a book in you what what made your life book worthy i didn't 
I've never Perfect. thought that it was for <laughs> And yet well, here but, we are. but here's two people who I blame for this. Okay. Uh, excuse me, that I give credit for. I'm not going to blame. Um, uh, two people who came to me over the years, the last couple of years, and said, you've got some amazing stories. And I go, I don't think they're so amazing. Easy. You know, compare, we were talking about perspective earlier in the broadcast. It's all about perspective. I don't think they're that amazing. I, in fact, I think they're very unamazing. And yet these two people came into my life and said, you've got to put this down in writing. So one of them is my publisher, Rick Kempford. Okay. Partner, Rick Kempford, for those who don't know, was a very, uh, very successful radio producer. Mm -hmm. Produced for uh, Stephen Gary, produced for John Landecker, produced for a lot of people. One of the co-writers of the Radio Producers Handbook, among other books. Mm -hmm. so Rick, and, uh, uh, Rick, Rick's been around. Landecker's book was, uh, came through his. Through Joel Daly's book Press. came through Eckhart's right. Press. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, so he came to me first several years ago, about three years ago. He interviewed me for a column he does in the Illinois Entertainer magazine. Right. And I'm like, are you sure you've got the right person you want to talk to? Again, I, there's nothing special about me. So, well, he, that poster's pretty special. I, you know what? This is what I get to see all day long. I love it. That it explains a balances. lot. <laughs> it explains a lot that I haven't taken it down yet it after all these years. So I did the column. It, it was kind of cool. And then about a year later, he came back and says, look, I, you've got a book in you. I go, no, I don't. He says, you've helped a lot of people. I go, no, I haven't. And then. Why were you so militant against this if somebody said that to you? Because I didn't think it was anything special. Joel okay. Daly, there's a career. John Landecker, one of my idols, there's a career. I, I'm not in that league, not even close. Hmm. Then another person came along, and you know him very well, Rick Kogan. Oh, I've heard of Rick Kogan. WGN <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you have. He's, he's been around a little while. He's a good name in the media. Kid's got yeah. a future in the business. There you go. Uh -huh. uh, he started, we, we would chat on Sunday nights. I was doing the news, and, and uh, he his show was Sunday nights. And we would start chatting off mike during the breaks about stuff or he would have guests on that i knew from your days at city hall? and when i worked at city hall or when i worked in radio in the old days or or from teaching <laughs> stuff like that so we would start sharing these stories and he was paying attention again i don't know why and all of a sudden he starts having me on his show to yes. tell these different stories and he says you got to put this down in writing so I blame the two of them for this. Now, how long a process uh, did you have to undergo for this book? How long did it take? I don't know uh, why I asked the question in such a convoluted manner. Because no, I'm trying to get to 30,000 words. 300,000 words. Um, it, the 300,000 words took me about a year and a half. Really? Uh, I didn't do it every night. I did it usually on weekends um, or during the week, like one or two nights. I would try to get through like a story while it okay. was still fresh in my head. Some of the stories were not that fresh from a long time ago. And I had to double check some of my facts. Like I remember it this way, but let me double check. And, and some dates I had to double check. So you didn't kill locations. Jimmy Hoffa. Is that what you're no. telling us? Once you thought about that story more, you did not kill Jimmy Hoffa. Not that anyone knows. 
Um, so, uh, so it, it, that didn't really take time. It just, I didn't go full time into it. All right. I didn't do it like every day, yeah. all day long, you know, right, right, right. You frustrated a writer. You writer. In, no. Yeah, you didn't go in for hours and hours into, no. your, into your little lab and just uh, keep writing and writing and writing. Right, right. Uh -huh. So so I got done with that and I sent it into uh, Rick and he starts reading it and he reads the whole thing. He says, this is fantastic. This is exactly what I was looking for. It's a little too long. Because uh, <laughs> so, you're uh, trying to lift it. Yeah. So he says, yeah, books like this, 100,000 words. Oh, good Lord. I can't cut any. Well, you know, obviously I, I had put my heart so, into it. Wait a minute. So suddenly you go from, I don't have stories to, I can't cut any of this. This is all gold, Jerry, gold. <laughs> I'm not cutting a word. Uh, I did. It, so it took me almost another six months to, to uh, cut it down. And the last, mm, I want to say three months, we've really been working on the details, like uh, the formatting of it, the cover photo, the back cover, uh, getting comments from people that yeah. I know and um, dividing up the chapters, making sure we got the chapters the right way. He gave me a laundry list after the first draft of things that he wanted me to change in addition to cutting 200,000 words. Cut two thirds of it. Yeah, right. Good Lord. So well, I'll give you, here, you here's one of the things. Did you feel bad, dude? Did you, were you upset? Going, I could have been done with this, you know, a year ago. I know, right. Yeah. I'll give you an idea of one of the things that I cut that when, when, when I had to start thinking about what to cut, <clears throat> I went back, you know, how, when you're involved in it, you don't get a true sense of it. It's not until afterwards when you look back. And so one of the things I suddenly realized when he said to cut, I'm like, well, here's a whole two chapters right there. I went and described every single room in the house where I was raised. Oh, God. There's no you, reason for that. Were you Stephen King? I know. You're going to spend 100, 100 pages on the, uh, the you know, the Oh, rakes? 100, nothing. 500. Seriously, the garage, the backyard, the alley, the fences, the lilac bushes, oh, the attic, Lord. the basement the the um the press machine that my mother used to iron the sheets to make sure the sheets were pressed and beautiful i went nuts i seriously so i cut all that and that was pretty much almost all that i had to cut <laughs> i bet you know i don't think that surprises anybody who's listened to you tell a story that you would nah. have to cut two-thirds of it to actually get it down to where it's palatable but yeah yeah i uh well, we're very proud of you. I think it's uh, I think you. it's exciting. So one of these days, when this yeah. is all over, uh, they will actually print your books. Yes, they will. They're very excited. Some people are saying they're waiting for their autograph copy. So we if they will go, be doing that. Do you? Uh, how can they pre-order these? Uh, you can go online to Eckhart's Press. Dot com. Eckhart's is E C K H A R T Z. Okay. Eckhart's press one word dot com uh and traditional when you go to spelling the, on com huh traditional uh, spelling C, on com yeah the traditional spelling traditional spelling right and it's a uh, the period the physical period so as i don't write out the, the word, word dot. no no d-o-t-c-o-m no i don't do that necessary Just do and that. when you do that you will go to the it'll go right to their first page and I know we're going to get a little glare again. I'll try. A lot of glare. Yeah, it'll say this word up here says new releases, and the first book there is 
of course, oh, mine because it's the nice. latest one they got. All right. So, so that's and and listen, if you follow Roger on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, I know you'll be able to find all this information as well, because yeah. uh, rightfully so you are plugging it. You want it to be successful because this is not. Listen, you were uh, you were not with Simon and Schuster. You didn't get a six figure advance for this book, so you got oh, <laughs> you got to sell. We didn't get these no books. six figure nothing. You got to, you got to sell these books. Yeah. A brother got to sell. <laughs> and you I see? feel bad about doing that, hawking it while we're all undergoing all this stuff. People got to read, talk, Roger. I it's understand too bad you that. Can't, it's too bad you can't do an audio book. Well, and and we will eventually. But right. the priority right now is to get the physical book out there. I understand. And so we eventually will do an uh, an ebook and an audio book. But um, you want to get a signed copy, autographed copy, be very happy to do it for you. I know a lot of people listen to your show. That's how they found out about me. <laughs> you and I go way, way back, back. Way back. Way back. Um, I'm hoping there's a, I'm hoping the story of you falling asleep in the newsroom is in there. Yeah, it's in there. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, both times. Yeah. yeah. Why do you still make fun of it for that? Because it was one of the <laughs> highlights of my life. Yeah, there was the one where... <laughs> you um, tried to read what you're, with your sunglasses on in the middle of the night. <laughs> Hold on. I, okay, I don't know what happened. There was the one where I, I went to sleep on the uh, couch in the old news director's yes. office. Um, yeah, that was that when I, I was with you. Yeah, and I just laid down. It was just to rest my eyes. No. And I think it was Kristen Decker who came in and said, Roger, wake up. No, it was Christy. Oh, it was Chris. Okay. It was Christy. It was that was early on yeah. in, in our yeah. tenure together. Yes. And then the other one was it wasn't during your shift. I forgot whose shift it was. And it might have been when they had the pre-recorded the best of oh. on in that shift and um, brilliant programming i had laid my head down on my arm right at the this is when we were still all on the first floor yeah of uh, the station and um the next thing i hear is aubrey the voice of god in my headset roger you're on roger time for the news roger you're on I jumped up and i had trouble reading what was on the computer and i suddenly realized that i had taken my glasses off yeah I couldn't see. Well, Amy, oh, the good Amy old days. Says, Amy says, I promise, Roger, as soon as this is over and I get a paycheck again, I will order. I can't wait to read it. So uh, there's one. Copy sold. There's another copy sold. I know people are very excited about it. We're very excited, too. Uh, are you under the impression that Cody's not coming back? I think he not only has I, had dinner and another drink, but he's sleeping it off. Yeah, I. this is the longest piece of pizza. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, no, go ahead. Keep talking. I'm just going to go. My <laughs> wife just warmed up some pizza, which is uh, a euphemism for something. I think he's getting his pepperoni toasted, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, because this seems, this, I mean, this seems like he's been gone for quite some time. Uh, he and, should, you know, should have put up a slideshow of photos of him, you know, in oh different God, really? places. Yeah, sure. I, I'm texting him. I'm just wondering, because if not, yeah. uh, you know, if not, we're old men, we have to go to the bathroom. We've, yeah. uh, you know, we've, we've been sitting here for a long time. Let's be honest. Um, things are not, uh, things are not as spry as they used to be. No, no, seriously. I mean, I'm, I think I might be having a hot flash right now. Who knows? This is the longest Gidget has sat quietly in the office with me all day. She's a cutie pie. Well, she gets, she's angry. 
the whole the whole time I'm up before I take them for a walk, they know they're going to get a walk. So they're oh. whining and jumping around and oh. getting crazy. Then I take them for the long walk, and that's Out it. Cold. Yeah. Right. So, so she's uh, she stays here in the office with me. The other one is downstairs with Debbie. Oh, okay. Uh, he kind of splitting up the responsibilities there. All well, right. no, he uh, he gets on a couch. He never wants to get off. So he oh. actually he will get he's um, he's a part hound. So he has hillbilly in him, <laughs> and he literally will lay across and take up the entire love seat. And then I have it covered with like this uh, kind of a quilty thing, and uh -huh. then a sheet to keep to keep the furniture halfway decent because right. I, you know, I don't, if they get up there, but he scooches it all up to make himself a pillow. So he oh. pulls all the sheets and everything and bundles them up. And then he has his head up on a pillow and the rest of his body laid out. And I'm like, you are the laziest dog I have ever seen. And it's, it was, <laughs> come on, it's time to go out or time to get a treat or time to whatever. Yeah. And he just lay there looking at you like, nah, I don't, nah, I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'll just uh, hang out here and, you know, people can, uh, if you want to rub my belly, that's good. But if not, I don't, you know, I don't care one way or another. He's not getting up. But will, uh, he, will he let you know when he wants to go? To go out? Kinda, but not, it's, there's times when he gets up and he'll run around in a circle and I'll, oh, you want to go out? And he'll run around in a circle. Then I stand up and he goes and gets back on the couch and lays down. It's like, ha ha, old man. I'm just going to make you do my bidding. Oh and then gosh. at night, when it's time to go out for the last time, and we always uh -huh. say it's time to go potty for bedtime, because we're talking to infants instead of dogs, he will lay there, and he won't get up. And Gidget will come. She'll go outside. He'll lay there. Then you go over, and he rolls over, so you got to rub his belly. And then he still won't go out. <laughs> then you got to come back, and you got to do it again and again for a long time. Then maybe he'll get up. Maybe. He'll go outside. He'll stand on the deck. Look around. It's like, go. We got things to do. You know, we got to do. Uh, we got to do the quarantine cast. Uh, yeah. Just a reminder for everybody, because oh, uh -oh. Look who's back! Oh, who's somebody's on Cody's um, camera there? I don't I know who it is. I don't know. Nobody. He just <laughs> turned the right camera now. on. I think it's it just easy. automatically goes back on. <laughs> Resets. Yeah, because his mic is off. I don't know what's. Oh, uh, did he change? Oh, uh, uh, I. Think he? No, he had that on before. Yeah. He grew a beard. Though. All right, Roger. I need you to start from the beginning. <laughs> Where did you go? What did I miss? Tell me all of it. <laughs> you missed a half hour. Where have you been? <laughs> did you brush your I teeth? I was eating at least? pizza. How fast do you eat pizza? How many slices did you eat? A Quick. whole pizza? You should have let it cool and then taken your break and eaten it. Was it a frozen pizza? It was. It was not delivery. It was DiGiorno. Was it really DiGiorno? It really was DiGiorno. They make a fine frozen pizza. Yeah. They well, we're make a fine heated pizza too. Just in time to uh, just time to start wrapping up. Oh, look, look at oh, cheers. Oh, you, you still do? got some. What do you got there? Veggie pizza? Mushroom and spinach. Because it's veggies. Lent. Although oh. it's Wednesday. Well, I know that, but I'm just saying. Is that really that's the reason? Because on Friday, you had prime rib. <laughs> Just doubted him. <laughs> like, does Lent still apply? Because the Vatican canceled Easter, and we're all giving up seeing humans. So I feel yeah, like... I, I am... 
I'm going to go out in the backyard and come out from under the deck for a little bit on Easter Sunday, just to look around. And if I see my shadow, then we get to, to give things up for another four weeks. Isn't that how it works? Well, now next week is the last uh, quarantine cast we're going to do before Easter. So are you going to tell the saddest Easter story ever? Oh, you have to. Should I tell the saddest? Yeah, we were going to do, um, we're going to do, um, at the breweries, but yes, I will, because that has become a tradition. And since I'm currently uh, silent on air, we will, but that could change any minute. But um, yes, I will. Thank you. Remind me, Cody, and I will. Now, Not anytime. And yes, I do agree. My wife is the most spectacular, glamorous person. <laughs> wow. She's walked in and out of the room. I, I, I we, can see, we can see her go by your, uh, your, your love palapa. We know what's <laughs> going on. Every time we can see her come by. A cabana. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your cabana, your dirty cabana. But yes, now I'll tell that story again and uh I'll make sure I'll make sure we post it early so my mom's friends can see it and then uh then call her and tell her that I'm telling the story again and she can get all upset and deny that it ever happened until I say, Did I lie about anything? <laughs> no. Well then. <laughs> I stand by the saddest Easter story ever. Yes. Um, oh now I'll have to come up with maybe I'll come up with a costume for next week too. We'll have some sort of uh, something for that. Big I, every costume. day, every day this quarantine goes further along. The probability that I wear a Halloween costume on a Zoom call for work <laughs> comes closer to 100. And I'm already past 50%. Like, I'm nice. really, I've got my Dr. Horrible costume in the closet. I'm, I've got my Chris Jericho light up jacket. End of <laughs> next week, end of next week. 100% probability it's going to happen. <laughs> Very nice. Why not? I mean, what the heck? You're part of the discovery family of brands. You can do whatever you want. You know? That would be that would be fun. All right, so we will plan on the saddest Easter story ever next week, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. um, and you got the the brewery. And we the got brewery the, at the brewery. We're going to talk a little beer next week. We're going to do, who knows? Cody will have some other, you know, Cody will have some other giant piece of news. I will be chafed by somebody else's behaviors as, uh, you know, as, as we always are. And I always am. Uh, so Cody, I'm going to take a moment to say happy birthday to you. Uh, Cody's birthday, Roger is April 4th. He will be Wonderful. turning 58. Um, it's very exciting huh. for young Cody. And I call him young because I will be turning 73. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what does very, that make me then? That makes you um, 574 makes you a guy who shouldn't really be breathing now because you could catch something. You are so frail. Um, just the dander off those imaginary cats on the poster could probably do you in. And we, we don't want that to happen before the book oh, no. actually comes from the printer. No, because no. I know one of Eckhart's press uh, favorite things is to take a picture of the author as they open the box with their books for the first time. So. Well, I actually, I want to do it before that. And they said, that's a good idea. I wanted to be at the printer as the first one comes off the line. They said, mm, not sure if we're going to do that. Because my luck, I'll probably stick my hand in some piece of machinery. That would be um, great video, though. Insta-live. Yes. <laughs> it would make for a great first story in the next book. Um, oh, yeah, but Cody, you missed. There's going to be a volume, too. <laughs> oh, and can't wait. I heard it was going to be a trilogy. And the fact, well, the fact that he had to cut more than two thirds of it due to length. Hmm. Yeah, it was three hundred thousand words. That's Are you longer than some of the Harry Potter books. Roger tells a story. 
I mean, if I'm in it, I you know, there's a lot of descriptors you got to use. Handsome, smelt. Actually, I got to tell smelt? you guys, I got to here's here's something for Cody to go ooh. Um, and I kind of hinted when was the at last it. Time Cody did that. Why did I touch my face? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this on Twitter, so it won't be that surprising. I, but you should say it. I sent you some notes a couple of weeks ago, and um, actually, Cody's name is in the first paragraph of the first page of the first chapter. Really? Yep. The first page of the first chapter. Yep. What? Yep. Hmm. It's a reprint of a uh, Facebook post from a number of years back. Is that right? Yep. Better not be that picture you keep using. <clears throat> no, uh, but that picture is in the book. Um, <laughs> now, see, you didn't get approval for that. I may have to sue. That was that a public a, photo. That, was that a is the public most photo. unflattering picture ever. I, that's the only picture I got of the three of us. We've never that's taken fair. any seriously. Yeah, that, that's fair. All right, Brian, we got to guess what the context of the first paragraph of the first chapter of the of the book is all right uh it's a facebook post from Yours several or years his. ago huh yours or his mine mm. from a few years ago mm -hmm. i had a fun night at wgn radio tonight worked with this weird dude brian noonan and his crackpot producer cody all he talked about was video games the whole time probably won't be there very long God, I miss the good old days of being in the newsroom at the forefront of breaking news. And then and then it it follows, and then you're like, that was my post that little to my knowledge would become completely inaccurate within five years, as I realized that Cody was in fact not just a video game nerd, but an award-winning producer and very handsome. Even though he was rejected by beautifulpeople.com, I certainly would not have, nor should many people. I Brian remember Newman that time. Also, what, first of all, what kind of mushrooms were on that pizza? <laughs> Secondly, he didn't say my name was mentioned anywhere. It was just you. So I'm betting, and he said a few couple years ago. So I'm betting it had something to do with your wedding and how he was not able to get pizza at the end of the night because it ran out. That's what I'm getting. Or uh, I tried one of the signature drinks at Cody Goff's wedding. I yeah. have had the squirts for a week and a half. I remember those posts vividly. Let me. So Cody, I'm going back on what you just said. Your guess. I'm checking the uh, <clears throat> the pages here of the. Uh, uh, oh, here. Um, Cody is no. That wasn't it. Oh, all right. All right. I was close. You missed it. Was you know I how much you missed it by? You know how much you missed it by? <laughs> that much. Oh, interesting. All right. What about mm. me? How about my guess? Uh, you haven't guessed, have you? I did. It was about you were. Wow, you're not listening. You Just a red... No, you weren't that much closer. Oh, right. Did you switch oh. to beer or are you going back to pina colada in a Guinness glass? What there, is there that? was more pina colada in the blender. Wow. Waste not what not. Cody also likes getting caught in the rain. Yeah, he's into yoga. He is into uh -huh. campaign. There you go. Uh, happy he birthday. Likes love at midnight. <clears throat> All right. Uh, in the dude. And happy uh, early birthday to you too, as well. Also, yes, birthday Brian almost Newman. twin. Yes, almost On birthday Friday, almost I... twin. Friday. Yeah. Friday. It'll be Molly. Said, are you doing anything special? No. 
but uh, but yes, Bourbon well, County varieties are you deciding between? Well, here's the thing. I've been buying them and getting them for years, so I have a bunch. And I don't drink them because I think to myself, well, if I drink them, they'll be gone. So instead of enjoying them, I stockpile them. So I have, I have uh, current, uh, what's the distillers? I got some of that. The, or the, the proprietors? The, I have a couple proprietors. Okay. I have um, a uh, barley wine Ooh. that is, is edging toward the front. I've got a couple regulars. I've got some older regulars. I've got an older coffee variant. I've got an Ooh. older barley wine re- uh, variant. So I don't know. The thing is, I know once I open it, I have to drink the whole thing. Of course. And I have to drink it by myself because well, Debbie, I, Debbie won't do it. Right. I uh, will actually say um, a couple months ago, I opened a Bourbon County Stout, poured myself a cup of Snifters. There was maybe a third of it left. The, the second you uh, you open it, you pour it right away, right away you cork it with uh, with some kind of oh, stopper. Oh, like a like wine a, stopper? Like a rubber stopper kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is a little flatter the next day, but it's still drinkable, honestly. Okay. I, I mean, it's not going to be as good, but like you you still get the complex flavors. And so it it works well enough if you're like, if you have two little sniffers and you're like, ah, I'm cashed. But you can handle one when you're not yeah, going not gonna, anywhere. Yeah, really. I'm not going to be cashed. Lisa is accusing me of beer hoarding. I'm not hoarding. I'm just I'm just afraid to drink them because I don't want to be without them. So Brian, have, have you gone out to any grocery stores lately? Like it is you can get it everywhere. Oh, it, yeah. It's, well, not you can't get the proprietors. The proprietors right. I should save for something special. And I guess my birthday is to some people special, not to me, yeah. but um, I could drink it. Then. But one of those. Yeah. So I'll have some of that. Uh, how about you, more pina coladas? What do you drink with your uh, gamer friends? Mead? I only, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because then I'm not as I'm not as chatty if I like do an edible or something. So uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna stick with the stick with it. I'll probably do a Berman count. I don't know. I I honestly like a month ago it was like you know what stout season's over and I just switched to like trying to clean out our liquor cabinets so we have less to move when we move. Um, yeah. We've been so, doing that too. It wasn't on, it wasn't intentional. It's just happening. I tried a new stout last week uh, when I picked up my Ma's beer at Pollyanna. I tried a s'mores uh, as chocolate, peanuts, caramel, and sea salt. Nice. And it was it's like a Snickers bar. Oh man, it was good. What was you guys probably don't remember the one time that I came in with you tried some of the samples, but there was that one. It was kind of a chocolatey kind of beer it was or a root maybe it was a root beer taste of a beer uh from when the two guys came in and a lot of the stouts are uh, a lot of those barrel-aged stouts have a chocolatey really it might have been it was smooth it was delicious it there was no bite to it it was i'll have to check again figure it out yeah might have been um Hubbard, uh, Hubbard's Cave or Hubbard's Cove is a is a brewer. They have a couple beers. One's called Accident at Hubbard's Cave. One's called Coco Van. Um, and Coco Van, I really like. It's a it's a stout with a coconut flavor. Even though I don't like coconut flavored uh-huh. stuff, but in a stout, it really works for me. Huh. So, but I've had Accident at Hubbard's Cave, Coco Van, and they've got a couple other that. ones. One's I don't like remember them bringing butter. those in. 
Yeah. One of them they did because that's where I that's where I learned about it. And they sell uh, the Hubbard's ones at Beermiscuous up the block from me. So okay. when I went in, I saw it. I was like, oh, I got to get this. But they, they brought that in one time. That could have been it. I Maybe. really like those stouts, and they're really smooth, like you it's said. Smooth, right? Yeah. yeah. Alicia is asking, uh, where is Pollyanna located? They have three. The original is, um, I believe, it's not Lombard. It's Lock uh, Lamont. They have one in St. Charles, and they have one in uh, Roselle, I believe. So there's three, uh, three Pollyannas. The original one is the one out in, um, what did I just say? Lamont. Lamont. So, and plus, I just wanted to point out, Brian, something that you obviously know. Your birthday is 24 hours long. You have more than enough time to sample as many of those fine beverages that you yes, have. No, in I understand that, but I also have uh, things to do. I can't get up in the morning and start drinking and drink until Saturday morning. Because uh, I'm sure I have things. Going anywhere special? Yes, I have to come into the <laughs> to the studio and I have to do uh, socially distant, which mm -hmm. you can find, by the way, on my YouTube channel. Uh, like, subscribe, and then when you're done with that, because it's only I try to keep on Cody's thing. It's uh, you know the longest one's about six minutes. Most of them are about four to five minutes. Uh, then you can go to curiositydaily.com and you can listen to Cody's award-winning podcasts. Uh, you know he's part of the Discovery family of brands. <laughs> yes. He and is. an award-winning, I remember that. That's Soon, true. he is going to get that little ago. D yeah. tattooed right on his uh, his uh, boot, uh, booty. On my D? <laughs> on his, uh, yes, on his D, on his Dari R-A-R. <laughs> so he will do that. Uh, and you can go to Eckhart's Press or any of Roger's social media platforms and pre-order his book, An Unscripted Life. Is that right? The Unscripted uh, Life or An no, Unscripted The life? Unplanned Life. Unplanned, un unplanned. The Unplanned better. Life. Yes. See, that's why I'm not your editor. I would have said unscripted, but unplanned, okay. I like that. That's good. The Unplanned Life is Roger Badish's book. Um, next, are we going to try for next Wednesday, Cody? Is that the plan? Yeah. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to do like next Wednesday. Now that I know that Zoom is going to work a, a thousand per, like this will yeah. never fail, right? So, I, yeah. Anyway, we were using a different program. That right. Actually, oh, I'm not blaming you. No, no, no. I'm just telling the audience yeah. in case they're like, why were you an hour late? We were using a different program that was great the last couple of weeks. Tonight, there was a problem. And actually, their customer support said, oh, that's our bad. We're having an issue that we're working to fix. Ah. So it was actually there. Um, like yeah. the whole program was just down. So yes. it was just really bad luck because I kept trying. I'm like, I'm not doing anything wrong. So that was just bad luck. So we'll just plan on using that uh, program again next week and we'll just try and do business as usual. And if it glitches yeah. out again, this time we won't spend an hour on it. We'll just spend like five minutes and then we'll hop on Zoom. So right. we'll be on time, whatever, relatively on time, whatever relatively Brian says time. next week. Well, that's why we always say ish uh, because we're, you know, everybody's got schedules, everybody's got things to do. But uh, as always, Cody, even though I did blame you for this, it was not your <laughs> fault. And I do, uh, I, I do appreciate all your help. Roger, it was lovely having you on this evening. Uh, thank, thank you, gentlemen, you for your very patience. much. Good luck with the book. An Unfiltered uh, Life is the book. <laughs> the Unplanned Life. <laughs> right. The Unadorned Life is Roger's uh, memoir uh, based on his time when he was a can-can dancer at La Cage. So it is going to be, <coughs> it's going to be a, a scintillating read. Uh, there are pictures, too. <laughs> an Unplanned Life. Yeah. Is the book. Excellent. Is and happy birthday to both of you guys. I miss you both so much. We miss and, you as well. Um, you too, Roger. Thank you. Keep your yes. uh, 
Next week, we would like to see uh, maybe uh, a new cat photo, maybe one where they're hanging from the branch and it says, hang mm -hmm. in there over it. Or some some other oh, yeah. poster with with a cat. If you can, uh, I know you've been buying a lot of things online. If you can find, or maybe you go downstairs to the young girl who lives on the uh, the floor below you and steal a cat poster out of her room. She's that got lots of them. She probably yeah. does. So, Cody, happy birthday! Thank you again for uh, all your help. Any last words? You too. No, no, not this time. Next week, I'll be back to tell you about whatever has happened whatever yeah oh, whatever. And real quick congratulations uh -oh. to cody and mrs on your uh soon to be third party yeah thank you All yeah right. august congratulations sometime. that'll be awesome got four months counting I down thought, thank he you he was talking about Excited. the cat he wasn't talking about your baby <laughs> oh wait you're, you're having a baby you don't see any baby pictures in his office do you <laughs> He just, wants, like, he just wants cats. All right. Thank you all for watching. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, like and subscribe, whatever it is. I don't know if you like and subscribe to this. But, uh, spread Smash the word. that like button. Woo! We'll be back next Wednesday. Uh, thank you so much, Cody. Wrap it up. We're still live. Peace. Nope. We're not. Peace. Peace. Peace.